So we say all the time around here that we want to be generous with all our resources, our relationships, our time, our possessions, our money. As I said at the beginning tonight, we're talking about how we can be more generous in our relationships, um, how we can be more generous with ourselves to, toward others. And there are a million different aspects of relational generosity that we could talk about, but the thing that I think is most important um, for us to hear tonight uh, is that choosing to be a consistent part of a worshiping community um, like ours is one of the most relationally generous things that you can do with your life. I think choosing to be around and united in community with people who potentially think and live very differently from you is a beautiful act of generosity. I think offering your unique gifts up to other people is an incredible act of generosity. Choosing community is relational generosity. But community, <laughs> community in general is hard to do right now, right? Um, not only is our culture increasingly moving towards uh, homogeneity and, and isolation, but we're again under these de facto lockdowns um, and we can't meet together as a community. So like I said earlier, you might be wondering why are we talking about this when we like, you're literally talking into a camera because there's no one in this room because you can't, we can't do anything together. And I think that makes it all the more important to talk about this right now. It's easy to destroy community when we don't see each other, when our lives don't overlap. It's easy to think maybe, maybe that wasn't so important or maybe I, maybe I don't need these people. It's easy to forget how important this place is for us. Um, as we started meeting again uh, just a few weeks ago, um, there's been so many instances where so many of you have said to me, I didn't realize how much I missed this place and how much I need this place. And I feel the exact same way. The first week we were back, it was really hard for me to talk because I was almost in tears the entire time just because I had forgotten how important this place is for me. It's easy to forget how much we need each other um, when we can't be together. It's easy to forget how we uniquely experience God's presence when we're together. Similar, similarly, I think it's easy to destroy community when we don't have to look each other in the eye and acknowledge our disagreements and while still committing to be unified together week after week. It's easy to destroy community when, when we're railing against ideas that, that people hold, uh, railing against ideas and people who hold to them without being reminded that some of the people that hold those ideas or opinions or convictions that we hate are the very same people that we see and sit next to every Tuesday, week after week, and, and claim to love. We're still all divided um, over politics and this election. No matter what you think politically, no matter who you voted for, there's someone at TNL who thinks the complete opposite of you. I promise you. These past few months, these past six months really of political discourse, um, I think has revealed the worst about our culture. Uh, it's revealed the worst about what we're capable of when we argue, especially when we argue virtually disembodied without looking each other in the eye. So why talk about community now? Because it's so easily destroyed in this isolated and fractured moment that we're in. And the very nature and essence of this community of TNL hangs in the balance of the choices that we will make in these coming weeks. So the question for you and I really is, what do we want to come back to when this is all over? 
this election season will eventually come to an end. I know it doesn't feel like it, but there will be a, a, an even clearer end than there already is, and we will all put this behind us. This pandemic will come to an end, and we will be able to meet together again. What kind of community do you want to come back together to? What do you want this community to be? I'll tell you what I want it to be. Um, I want this community to be a, a, gr a diverse group and maybe even disparate group of, of diverse and disparate lives, all united around the love and grace of Jesus Christ, all united around the idea that the love and grace of Jesus Christ overcomes every difference between us. People who build each other up. I want this to be a community that challenges me, challenges me to grow, uh, to be more. I want this to be a community that inspires and, and, and pushes me towards hope when despair is in such abundant supply right now. I want this to be a community that builds up my friends and my wife and my daughter and my son. I want that for all of us. I want us to be a community of imperfect people who are actively working to reduce suffering and increase joy in the world, but also like in each other's lives. The Bible talks all over the place, especially in the New Testament, about how we as a church, as a worshiping community, are meant to come together for the sake of building each other up, to become more and more like Christ together. That's, that's what I want. But that becoming a reality requires every single one of us choosing community. This isn't just my church. This isn't just the people who are on staff's church. Um, I mean, really, this is God's church, but he has given it to all of us, not some, all of us. And it requires all of us buying in. In Romans 12, Paul writes this. Just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each one of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Each of us is vital to this place. Each of us plays a vital role in this place. Each of us has been blessed with unique gifts, unique insights, unique blessings, unique abilities um, that we all need from each other. That means that if you withhold yourself, our community isn't the same. We can't build each other up the same way that we would otherwise. We, we are literally lacking without you choosing consistently to be a part of this community blesses everyone in it. And it is an act of generosity on your part to do so. So stay connected to this community. I know, I know, I know that's really hard to do right now. Um, I obviously don't have tons of great ideas about how we can do this more or better right now. I have a few, um, but again, this, this isn't all on this is on all of us. This isn't all on me. 
Maybe you have some ideas that I could never think of or that maybe I'm too scared to try and I just need someone to push me along. Um, maybe there's something that you'd like to try to stay more connected to people here, to instill and inspire hope, uh, to reduce suffering and increase joy for each other in this freaking weird season. Let's talk about it if you have those ideas. This is your church too. What do you want it to look like? And what are you going to do to help make it look that way? We say we want to be generous with all our resources. Um, that we choose to be generous because our father is generous, because God is generous. And we want to show the world, which includes each other, what he's like. And one of the most profound ways for you to do that, to be relationally generous, is to choose to be part of this community and to lean into that. You bring unique things to the table. How can you be more generous with who you are for the sake of building up this community? This community needs you. I, I honestly don't want to do this without you. We, we can't. We can't do this without you. Will you pray with me? God, thank you that you are generous and that you have created us to be generous and you have created us to be in community. And there's something that's so beautiful and so simple and so divine when those two things overlap. God, I pray for everyone in this community over these next few weeks when we're locked down again. I pray for hope and peace. And I pray that we find ways to stay connected to this beautiful place that you have built and entrusted us with. God, thank you for, um, thank you for these people that profoundly affect my life. Thank you for this community that has completely reshaped my life and the lives of the people that I love the most. I want that to be something that is true for anyone who wants it. God, help us figure out how to make that a reality for years and years to come. Amen.